Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. Today is a very special day for multiple reasons. It is election day. So I hope everybody out there is voting right now. We are not streaming this live for that one reason. We want everybody to vote and there's record-breaking voting numbers, early voting numbers. Um, I'm also joined by a co-host here all the way from New York City, Mikey Fresh. Sounding like a b-boy from the 80s. <laughs> Mikey Fresh. What's up? What's up? And of course I invited Mikey because he um, is a journal, rap journalist OG. I'm a journal. I am a journal. You know what I'm saying? He's written for Source, Vibe back in the day, um, currently at Genius. So you've transcended all rap media outlets and you're still current, bro. You, you do wow. the verified interviews and all that. So well. Yeah. And um, I have an exciting new rap artist on the show today. So I invited my boy kind of do this interview with me because he has way more experience than me interviewing like, you know, rappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, she's more than a rapper. Well, yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, that. yeah. Everyone's more off. than a rapper now. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking artist. A fucking graphic designer and music video director too. Okay. Um, yeah. But... We are here with Audrey Nuna. Hello. Hey, Audrey. How you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm a little bit nervous because election day. You know, I got some nervous energy, but I'm good. That's what's up. I mean, it makes sense. I'm nervous, too. We're all nervous. I just feel like there's so much riding on this on today. Oh, 100%. There is a lot. There is. I mean, you know, I think every election is important, but this one is definitely particularly important because we've had a crazy past four years yeah um is this your first this ever is my election first. this is the first one where i can vote so oh, wow like before it was like oh if we're fucked and it's not my fault but like now it's like oh nah you gotta do your part you know damn so yeah otherwise i'm good how are you i'm good i I'm love good. your t-shirt this thank shit's you so far this is a black black pink t-shirt i'm wearing right now um of course they did a collab with lady gaga and it showed up on my ig feed as one of those advertisements i was like this one looks kind of tight I just <laughs> <laughs> so it does though yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a fire, it right? a vintage logo, even like the worn and yeah, shirt like yeah, yeah. yeah so i copped it um it makes me a little it's kind of depressing how well instagram knows me like i feel like instagram knows what i'll bite yeah it's yeah crazy there's some products like you know you could like turn off the ads that reoccur on your shit and sometimes i just leave it on I'm like eh, i'll come around to it well maybe. Let, <laughs> let me ask you both have you guys noticed that all of your ads have asian people in them now like on twitter <laughs> and Instagram? i swear every ad i see now there's like an asian couple or a oh, bi- yeah, are yes. they re- reading your algorithms or what i don't know man oh my god shady well actually i feel like that's true i got a stomach bloating one this morning <laughs> That was this Asian woman, <laughs> and I really like. I just I felt her on a spiritual level. <laughs> some of that, some of the products are very interesting. I know. I'm, I'm like this close to copping usually, you know. The uh, ad targeting is so real. But we are here, Audrey Nuna. Um, you, you're you didn't add Nuna until recently, right? Yeah, I guess it's or, been. I think it's been like almost a year now. Almost a year. You went by I'm Audrey. I'm trying to think. No, actually it was March. So it was March. Okay. So it's been like Cuz when I heard about you, you're just Audrey and yes. I was curious. Uh, I'll tell you how I came across your stuff. Like I have a group chat with like seven other Asian dudes in various entertainment backgrounds. Fire. <laughs> Guy and genius. Fire. We have the GM at Complex. Uh, it was a Korean facts. dude named this Donnie. Shout facts. out Donnie. Nice. Um you're Jay Key Cho, who works at Alumni in New York. We have Jason, who's worked at 88 and other media companies. It's like an Illuminati of Asian Asian cats in media outlets. And we share tons of exciting new artists that we fuck with. 
um, particularly Asians, you know, because yeah. we're like, oh, like, who's this Korean girl or who's this yeah, dude? Yeah, like, yeah. it's interesting always to see like a minority in that world where we don't, you know, I don't know too many Korean American female artists, uh, rap artists in America, you know, there's For only. sure. I mean, I, yeah, I really don't. Like, even me growing up, I didn't really see it much. So, I definitely, it's on my radar as well. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, can you name five, Mikey? In the history of Amer artists. Female specifically? Female Korean American. Oh, man. That, and this uh, is Korean rap American. artists or just artists and in not general? Not in Korea. There's, you know, there's artists in Korea, obviously. My this first one's going to be Jessie. So, that's Jessie. out. Jessie. Is that out? And she's, she's Jersey, too. But uh, Jessie. I would say she's more of a Korean artist. I mean, she's yeah. an international artist, but you know what I mean? She does stuff in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the three I, I would say top of my head would be you, would be uh, Aquafina. Uh, would be Jesse, and right now maybe Rayami. Rayami, those four. So you can't even make it survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to try. We try. We got to shout try, out El Gambino. El Gambino. She's an OG. You yeah. might not. You might OG. not. Say. Nah, I don't know. Shout out El Gambino. But um, Sick. yeah. So let me. You're you're uh, twenty one years old. Yes. 21. I'm 21. I turned 21 in quarantine. It was the most depressing shit ever. <laughs> I got blasted by myself. I was. Because, you know, I'm legal now. So that was the whole thing. Like, I drank with my sister, but she's way heavier tolerance than I do. Yeah. So she was just, like, pre-gaming. I'm already, like, gone. That was my 21st. This is interesting. Twenty Turning 21 during quarantine. Of course, I haven't talked to anybody who's gone through that because I just don't have a <laughs> <laughs> huge crew of 21-year-olds in my circle. But uh, so you, you're in quarantine. You're celebrating. There's, like, a little birthday amongst friends. or Yeah, I did, like, a little Zoom thing. It was so corny. And that was really yeah, I, it was in the thick of quarantine. Like you're scared to go outside. This like, is like the worst time to have a birthday. Scared. I feel for anybody in their twenties because this is just like damn. There's no there's no real celebration. Yeah, it's just gonna be. I'm a gonna new celebrate normal. it later. Like, yeah, when I'm like 27 and it's actually fine to go <laughs> right, out. Right, but you've I mean, been busy and yes, I feel like you're kind of in the beginning stages of going like really hard in your career with like working on your first album, your debut right. album and everything. Like does this circumstance in particular kind of help that cause like your, your focus into that? You think it would be different in any way if all this stuff wasn't happening around the world? The biggest thing is tour. I have still have not been on tour yet. And that <sighs> shit hurts right. me because I was about to go on tour opening right. for someone and literally the day it got booked i think two days after um it was like south by southwest got canceled everything got canceled yeah and it was just like okay it was you're like probably not gonna go on tour like, until you're like 23. this is kind of, interesting because kind of all the stuff that's supposed to happen right in the beginning of someone's career touring you know i guess the album it doesn't really affect the album rollout does it uh maybe i think slightly. there was a weird time where i didn't know if i should put out music for i mean it was just right. so weird. It was just everything was felt so weird. So that's probably the only in terms of rollout. But yeah, like in terms of writing, it didn't really change much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I get Outside that. of like being super bored and not having as much to write about and looking out the same window every day and being like, what do I write about? Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I, I was right. I made like 75 demos that I hate. 
that's pretty much interesting <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it interesting now we're gonna get I mean, that. that's a lot that's a lot of work 75 demos that's yeah i mean i hope it's it's boiling into something but i mean art you know the the face of art will change and the content of art and how we get inspired by certain things you know um i i feel you i went through that too even during this time like how do you get in a like how do you feel optimistic and enthusiastic about mm-hmm. like fun music you're making yeah right but people need to turn up to even at the crib alone you know what i'm saying well, well music is like a release for a lot of people yeah you know yeah, yeah. so sometimes even when things are bleak they need music that doesn't necessarily represent the times as much as we do need like you know kendrick and jay cole to drop stuff we need yeah. some stuff to take us away it's true yeah um so for you like how do you feel about touring like are you still optimistic that it'll happen for you yeah i mean i'm optimistic for sure i think i just need to be patient um i'm learning that for sure i mean uh, yeah i'm gonna do it at some point i know it's just delayed everything's just like in slow-mo right now yeah yeah i feel that i feel that um well let's talk a little bit about your history so you're from new jersey Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting you said Jessie earlier. Did you know about her before? Because she's from Jersey. Yeah, Shout I out actually. To Jersey. Yeah, I've definitely been aware of her. Um, mostly because I have two managers, and one of them I think like used to record her or something okay. in Jersey. So interesting. Was, yeah, which is a weird connection, but a lot of Jersey roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you're Korean American. Yes, sir. And Jersey has a big Korean community, right? You're from Jersey. I'm from Jersey too. Yeah. Where? Um, I so I grew up in Mount Laurel, which is like near Cherry Hill, more like okay, South like Jersey. Okay, like by Philly. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we don't cool. get considered Jersey. We're South Jersey. No, <laughs> you're Jersey. You're Jersey. First person ever. I'm say like that. same boat, like Central Jersey, middle of nowhere. No yeah. One knows oh, or what cares. what town specific? Manalapan. Oh wow. Have you heard of yeah. it? Yeah. Wait, get out. <laughs> There's like literally five people I've met who know where Manalapan is. Okay, but it's yeah, like a that's small town. So we yeah we're from similar type oh, places. Oh okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Super suburbs, like not that much diverse. Not a, yeah. I was saying like there wasn't a lot of a lot of Koreans by me. Yeah. Which I think Manalapan is like similar, three right? Three Asian kids in my elementary school. Like, I period. see. I see. So you didn't grow up around necessarily a lot of the Koreans. No. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, I think outside of church, church was definitely like church, of course. Yeah, Korean church. Late <laughs> with the homies Same, yep. every Sunday. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's it. And you were into hip-hop since you were super young? No, not you at all. I So, a lot of people, I feel like, grow up on music, and I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I listened to mostly, like, Britney Spears and Hilary Duff as right. a kid because my parents would always put that kind of music on in the car or, like, Korean songs. Like, they literally had, I remember so clearly, this one mixtape that they made with just, like, Korean songs Britney Spears, <laughs> Destiny's Child, and they would always play the same shit. It's so like I a like, Korean Now CD, like <laughs> Now yeah, 64. Exactly, exactly. Maybe like Billy Ocean suddenly, and that was it. Were, were your parents against like the the cursing and the you know um, the negative language in hip hop and music? I think more than that, it was like they were just not that aware of it. Yeah. Like you know, they were so busy trying to like support and stuff that they didn't. We didn't like listen to music that much you know yeah my my dad was like super hardworking and yeah so so what how'd you get into music how'd you how'd you start making music? so i just sang honestly it's so fucking funny when people say rap artists because <laughs> yeah comic sans is legitimately the second rap i ever wrote in right. my life so right. it's really interesting to see how that's like kind of shifted 
Um, but I'm definitely a singer first and foremost. Like I grew up singing, um, just always loved it and sang in school, did choir. My parents were really supportive, did theater for a bit, right. quit because I was like, fuck that. But yeah, and that, that eventually like channeled into just writing songs in high school. And then I connected with a producer who I still work with today, um, who's also my manager, and just never stopped writing. Yeah, because really. I think when, when I found your stuff, it wasn't rap right it was like nah, part, was yeah. it party or, yeah. yeah yeah that that's the first joint i heard and then Sick. and then souffle was like the first time i was like oh okay she like yeah. dabbles into that's rap when i too. felt like it was like audrey arrived because i remember songs like cry Tight. where it was like wow it was super like you yo, her early music is like, that's a soundcloud <laughs> if you go to her soundcloud and you, and you go to like straight straight so much respect right no now. no our, our um, group chat don't fuck around wow. we do our research like it's almost creepy almost oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost creepy like, you we know have, you know what kind of toilet paper i use yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like eight grown-ass korean dudes in there like checking out that's really what what made me realize that she was more than a rapper or just like you're you're a normal artist because she had these songs so early that wow your voice is so rich thank from, you this was like two years ago right yeah 2018 like what's the other wow. one p91 or p190 I can't remember. Oh, but Room One Ninety One. Yes. yes. <laughs> when I heard these songs, I knew I was like, "Wow, no, she we got, is." We got yeah. a we got a Karina Illuminati in our group chat. We're like, she, she must succeed. <laughs> 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 she but, must succeed at all all costs. No, yeah. God, yeah. Renew, I feel Because she was that. writing these songs at seventeen or eighteen, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're yeah. so deep, and, and the lyrics. Uh, God, yeah. I, should but, I just yes. step out no, and no, you no, do no, the interview? Thank you, thank you. That means so much. Not real shit, though. Not real shit, and we we always when we find an artist that's very different just like something different is when we really want to support you know yeah, what i'm saying we did you. the same shit with nora aquafina yeah. we like saw her first music video we're like who the fuck is this <laughs> like it's so different it you was know? my vibe too wasn't it it was so different my vibe. My, my, my vibe. Never <laughs> like it's from france and shit my vibe yes never, uh, ever forget. Never forget. but yeah we saw your stuff and we, we knew it was different because just even like visually right and that a lot of that stuff i always see it coming from the artist themselves yeah you know especially so early in your career when you're making your visuals different it's like as an independent artist yes you're kind of always the co-director the guy like the person yeah, who goes hair over makeup that's all hair you. makeup stylist selling all your liver to get a, like a budget for a video <laughs> right I love that shit. So, so you you were making music, and when you started doing the visuals, you just kind of started putting your input on your other levels of like creativity and flexing that, right? Like yeah, I mean, really to your point, I think it was like in the beginning, there. Well, I love visuals anyway, and I was always gonna be involved. But at that point, even if I wanted to, there really were no other options. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be in charge of doing this. I'm gonna figure out who we're gonna bribe to use their location, like all that stuff. So I think that eventually just grew and evolved into me being able to co-direct stuff and mm -hmm. just stay super involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I see that kind of spirit of the new age artist now. Oh, for sure. You Very know what resourceful, I'm home studios, like someone's a cameraman. Yeah. Someone's a producer in your crew. Someone's an engineer. Yeah. And boom, <laughs> you exactly. got a system, a little ecosystem. I always wonder, you know, I hate to just keep going back to this, but it's so important to me too, to because I don't see a lot of Asian American women, it, not enough at least in the music industry. You know okay. what I'm saying? And it's like, even if you look at it in terms of like the machine, right? You would think like 
like early on, I'm talking like 10, 20 years ago, there would have been like a machine that like created the perfect Asian female um, pop star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, just yeah, get yeah. like a super like, you know, se selling, <laughs> selling sex, like, you know what I mean? Right, right, but right, you just right. didn't see it often, you know? And now, you know, it's it just the reality. Everything comes from a DM. So many relationships musically or connections they come from social media now yeah and that's a big difference and i don't know if that makes if that yeah if that does has an effect on the on I on yeah absolutely does like thank god for the internet i met mostly everyone i work with now through the internet and the internet's also like democratize everything i think there's always a lot of asian american talent it's just like we don't need someone like we don't need like a 50 year old white man from the top to like see it anymore like yeah. if we see it we just do that shit i think that's what's changed yeah 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 and um what you started in the last year or two you you joined like a management team and and got like i've actually been with my management since i was like 18 oh so, so like yeah. from the jump it's from the jump that's amazing oh geez yeah so they saw a vision and like they saw the vision early very much so yeah. Yeah, which is which is rare actually. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it happens. Like it, it, it does. It kind of reminds me of like even just you bringing Rich Brian to Sean. Somebody, it, it takes somebody to kind of just you know put you in front of a certain platform. That's true. But you got to hella believe in a motherfucker for sure. Like that early. Shout you know that, what I'm saying? And more believed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to go off of oh, like yeah. whether a one joint or two joints, whatever. Because you know, I've seen so many talented artists that I came up with that I thought was amazingly talented from the jump, but nobody was fucking with them early on. You know what I'm saying? Like for years they would just be overlooked and then one huge person would put them on and they blow up and you're like, damn, any they were up for grabs for two, three years. Yeah. You know, which is like insane yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? You've seen that shit I mean, too. No, yeah, another case in point, uh, Breezy Lovejoy, AKA Anderson Pop. Like yeah, you've seen it early, a like we, a lot of, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, like it. Sometimes it just kind of takes, you know, an A and R, a manager to bring that's an artist true. to. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's dope. That's dope that that's happened. Um, yeah, I personally love the way it's happened for me because, yeah. just like from the ground up, building something with with people who really believe in you. I just feel like, even creatively, I've come up that way. Like musically, I'm so used to just like that personal connection is everything like i can't if we can't be friends if we can't be friends we're probably not gonna make music and if we do it's probably gonna be shitty you know so i love that and i wish i hope to see more of that in the industry because i feel like a lot of it is very much especially out in la it's very like um like an a and r thinks oh you should get into this session with this dope producer but like a lot of times you don't even talk about <laughs> Like, do you have siblings or what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Like, it's so, hey, nice to meet you. Let, let's try to bang out a hit. Let's try to do yeah. some crazy yeah. shit. Let me be a part of this. And I feel like that is something that I hope to see more of, just like human to human connection, even in the business aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Um, There's even I'm less human connection that. now, though. But <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. I know, well, let, let but I just came up both. on that. How, how does it feel... Um, when you do have that, that personal connection with some, somebody in the studio, and it's like, damn, you almost don't want to record a song right away. You just kind of want to chill with that person and vibe. Yeah. Yeah, what is your vibe like on, on that level? Um, what does it take for you to get comfortable enough with somebody that to get creative with, you know? Yeah. Honestly, it's really like, I feel like it's like dating. Like, you just kind of, <laughs> there's creative chemistry or there isn't. That's right? a good and analogy. And you can't yeah. fucking forge that shit. It yeah. just is there or it's not. 
that's the first thing and i think when people actually listening to music is a huge thing for me like being able to just sit down and listen and see get excited about the same shit in a room like i just really believe that energy is the most important thing in a session so yeah if we have to just get tacos and talk for the first session and not even touch a keyboard like that's totally i'm so with that right yeah for me i i don't really see it as like i'm trying not to see it as like a job nine to five or i have to pick up my dog from daycare at five so i got a dip i just want it to be like we're just living and we happen to make music yeah i'm very much more so into that yeah yeah it can get complicated where you know in this industry where they just try to pair you up and yeah. expect y'all to just rock and make a hit yeah. yeah what about yeah. you though how do you like to work i'm so curious I, i'll be honest like i was shy for a minute uh -huh. like i'm like i'm outgoing when i do this kind of shit but i in the studio like sometimes i'll get shy you know, and there's it's a roller coaster for me. You know, um, sometimes I'll take break from music and I won't feel as confident as I did. Yeah. But it's just like a constant. I have to remind myself like I could I do this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you go back to your old shit and you're like, God damn, that shit was hard. Yeah. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I got to remind myself sometimes because as as I take on different projects and I kind of lose focus on that craft a little bit, you know, I feel like I might be rusty or something, but you got to like, just kind of remind yourself you've done it and you can do it over and over again. Word. And that's how what I motivates you nowadays, because back then it was like, damn, you could go to like shows and what motivates me. I mean, yeah, because you're a young a artist, you're young a artist. fucking vet. Like we okay, so dump one time. I saw him at this spot. Um, the first time I met him, I forget what it's called. Blue. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the first time I met him. <laughs> And literally, like, three people came up, like, yo, can we get a picture? It was Well, fire. to be fair, it's my hood. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, you're an well, that's how you know. You but, it. it really is. No, I honestly, I get I get motivated and inspired by younger artists. Or, like, just not even younger artists, but new artists that I find. Um, because as soon as I find an exciting artist, it's not even just like, oh, I want to support them, too. I want to work with them, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I want to get in with them and stuff. Um, because those i i owe a lot like there's a lot of artists that i started off with that you know thanked me a lot because i you know gave them shows and went on tour with me i put them on interviews and stuff but to be honest i'm more thankful to them because i don't think my career would have continued to have that push if i didn't have that boost of like inspiration with this yeah. new artist that i worked with you know what i'm saying I feel i'm that, always yeah. thankful to them really it's funny because people think the opposite is like oh you put him on i'm like nah dude like he kept me going yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's that's how i feel thing. even that's as a journalist thing. i feel that same way when, when yeah. i hear when, when i hear someone like um, audrey it keeps me motivated to want to stay in stay in the game as a journalist and be relevant because i'm like okay there are <laughs> artists that, you know what i mean like sometimes it's yeah. hard when you got like little pump little pimp out here it's, oh, it's hard to Madam stay motivated as somebody yeah as guys you know in our you know we're about to be he's like it gets industry. my blood flowing again <laughs> but hard. It, it blow off the rust like, yo i grew up on wu-tang and mob deep so it's mm, mob deep. yeah like it, yeah. It, it's so refreshing to hear an artist like yourself thank you i get that same feeling i'm curious like how you got into music journalism specifically like i like how it's just interviewing each other now it's just not <laughs> yeah, even it's, like, a, it's a conversation right. no, it's great. just because i was actually on this and I, and I went through it uh before but it wasn't that far from your story because i did move to new york for school i went to pace 
Nice. And I would just I wanted to be connected to hip hop in some way, and I had no way to get connected. And I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get an internship at the Source magazine." Ew. Yeah, and just you know try to work my my way in. But in short, yeah, I just came to New York knowing that like, yo, this is where hip hop happens. I need to be there, and you kind of did that too. Um, were yeah. You, you're in the Clive Davis School of Music. Yeah, I, I went to school for a year before I dropped out, mm. and that shit was life changing. Like, I um, grew up like I said in a really non diverse town like three Asian kids in my school. So going to live in New York City for a year, that was the year like I started dressing however I wanted, <laughs> yeah. doing whatever I wanted. Like that year was very formative for me. No more Britney Spears, bitch. No more Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Britney's fire. Yeah, nah, you, yeah, yeah. Britney's that bitch. <laughs> Britney's fire. But um, yeah, yeah. And like I was just listening to whatever I want. Actually, but hip hop, I will say, entered my life. I remember the day so clear. It was freshman year of high school. I was taking the bus at the ass crack of dawn to school. And um, I remember just scrolling through Apple Music and seeing the cover of Yeezus. And I literally just listened because I liked the cover and what it looked like. And it had came out a year ago. It was like 2014 and it came out 2013. And I listened to it and it rocked my world because it was just so vulgar and just so not anything i ever listened to yeah. before and i think from that moment is kind of when my like musically my world went from like black and white to to color that's well, what's up i was yeah. not expecting to hear Jesus as, as the album were you like what? kanye album what's that, your favorite kanye album actually Jesus is go. up there for me Dude, too. Yeah. And Rex, you know that's rex, that, that's rex favorite uh is that your favorite that yo it, it's like top two top okay, three okay, kanye okay, album okay, because okay. it's what you said it's so different it doesn't sound like anything it sounds almost like everyone's like is it noise or music but yeah we know because we're from like that Nine Inch Nails era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... Like industrial. Yeah. Is but that your favorite too? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I feel like you're my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That that's yeah that that could Is be my favorite. favorite. I, I haven't really thought of like what's my favorite favorite, but that's up there. I would say Jesus, that, and I still gotta say College Dropout just because I was like Dang. at yeah. that I was going through yeah, that at yeah, that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. what's up, bro. You are, <laughs> you're going there. You, so you didn't finish college, so. You didn't finish Pace. I did finish. I did finish. Oh, thank okay. God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, cool. Unfortunately, you know, barely just by the grace of God, I finished college. <laughs> so wait, college is on hold for you. you or that's what I read somewhere. Or Yeah. You, <laughs> like uh, yeah, you like don't, an infinite hold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you've. You don't, you don't, you, that was the original intended plan to like maybe put it on hold, but now it's like, you don't know. You're just going to go well, with the flow. Technically, NYU lets you take a gap year for two years and then you can't come back. No, oh, you have to start over. <laughs> so I think I've exceeded my limit. But honestly, maybe I'll go back to school when I'm like 40 and study history or some shit. Yeah, you're not doing that. Honestly, <laughs> no, history is so fascinating to me. If anything, I would study something completely unrelated to music. Like, yeah. So. I mean, you know, the, the whole journey is we're constantly studying, right? Like we're learning, constantly learning. So this, you're, you're now you're in the, the school of hard. What is it? School, school of hard knocks. School of hard knocks. <laughs> that sounded corny as fuck. Um, uh, wait, what were you studying? What was I studying? I was studying music industry at the Clive Davis Institute. Oh wow. Yes. Okay, so this is pretty much the world you wanted to be in. Yeah, and my parents have been really supportive. I think the only kind of resistance I got was taking a gap year in the first place. I yeah. made a PowerPoint and presented it to my dad. Like, wow. 
this is how much it would cost for me to take a gap year. This is how much wow. it would cost for me to go to school and just lined up all the facts and basically was like, bro, I'm saving you money by not going to school. Damn. So please let me take a gap year. Yo, you get the <laughs> shit that everyone talks about doing, but nobody really does. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yo. It was so, it was so Very cool. Asian. Very yeah, Asian. She had a pie chart. That, that, I had Damn. a pie chart. That shit doesn't even make sense. You don't need a pie 76% chart. 76% of rappers <laughs> choose not Literally. to make a PowerPoint presentation and exactly. they fail. But I did. So. No. And your parents live in, in Korea, right? No. My parents live in. So my mom moved here when she was seven. My dad moved here when he was 18. So my mom grew up in the Bronx and she lives in Jersey still. My dad, um, he lives in Myanmar, actually. My dad's in clothing manufacturing. Oh, okay. Um, which is kind of how I got like interested in fashion at a young age. But, yeah. Wow. Okay. I was born here. Yeah. Now you're in the rap game. <laughs> dropped out of college. Rap <laughs> game. Yeah, you're on the right track. That's the that's the rapper trajectory right there. That's every Korean parent's <laughs> dream, right? A college dropout trying to pursue music that's so, good that but they, the powerpoint one i guess yeah they it. were i mean i didn't i didn't even do it like i did the opposite i dropped out of high school and didn't tell them for about two i years. didn't know you dropped out of high school i did and did, they didn't know for two years that i dropped out how do you drop out of high school what's the procedure like do you fill out a form no no you uh you just, you just not stop, show up you just stop going and then but my parents they were straight broken english like you know anytime the school called it's like i take care of it you know mm. what i'm saying like get the sign you know what i'm saying so it was easy to do that with them yeah um thank god like i didn't fuck up completely bad but it, uh, what would you do instead of going to school i was just a huge stoner i just smoked weed all nice. day back then it's like smoking weed was a whole like process like you gather your friends each put in like three to five dollars like you know three what i'm saying like five I, 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 not even five on it like it's so bro you put three on it and then but it's like you gather four or five friends and your whole day is copping the weed and smoking it like Damn. literally you meet at school at eight yep. in the morning and then by three we finally get the smoke you know there what I'm was saying? an art to it yeah there was an art and it wasn't rhythm. as easy it, it was but it, it was so fun because it was like a ritual and i'm sure for you too it was like rapping and music was a part of that right like getting stoned with your friends and making music it, yeah i mean it was a complete waste of time at this point I mean, <laughs> just because if it takes eight hours for you to smoke a blunt, <laughs> like god damn you're not utilizing your time bro, oh you know? my god but i mean that you know dropping out is worst nightmare for any asian parents to hear you know what i'm saying what they do when they found out that you dropped out uh honestly they didn't do much they did my parents we have a different type of korean family we are like mm. like a broken ass korean family but we found peace finally like at this yeah. this era in our lives you know what you I mean? know what i just this is so crazy i remembered i watched you in a documentary once yeah bad rap bad yeah. rap yeah that was really fire that was yeah a shout out to jakey cho when'd you watch Salima? it probably when i was like 17 that's so crazy to hear. But you know, I've yeah. known I've known of you since forever. Like, I remember when I was like twelve, my cousin was living in our basement, and he'd always watch your YouTube videos. And oh, that was my first it. exposure to you. That's tight. He's like, That's this man tight. is so hard. And I was like, Fuck yeah! Tight. One day I will be in the Korean rap Rushmore, <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I could hope for. I mean, no joke. If they if they ever make like a hip -hop, Asian hip hop Hall of Fame, like you you know you're gonna have a section, buddy. Don't worry about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you, do you have any, I mean, when you were growing up, you, there probably, there weren't that many, I guess, um, Asian, what, what kind of, did you look up to any musicians that were particularly Asian? 
particularly Asian. <laughs> Asian, but not Asian. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. Any, we could any take this Asian? in so many. Um, I'm trying to think. Because I'm trying to think too <laughs> for myself. Yeah, well, I know. Really... I don't know. Sade was a big influence. Yeah, on, is on she your Asian? Career. She, she isn't. She, she is. Wait, oh no, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, what? I was like, honestly, I would <laughs> Stop, believe bro. it. I would believe it. Asians would have claimed her ass quick. That would have blew my mind. But um, honestly. I don't think so. I think my only exposure to Asian celebrities was like K dramas, K pop. Mm-hmm. I was a huge Big Bang fan. I painted at a concert once. Really? <laughs> so great. Oh, yeah. so you're a big. Uh, I was, big... I was uh, yeah. When I was younger, I was really into like Twenty One, Big Bang. My church went once, and I fainted. Like, and then I was able to get to the front row because I thought I was gonna die. That's tight. It was I, really tight. I but too no, am a big I fan mean, of them. Maybe like. Uh, Lee Sun Hee, maybe she's an amazing Korean singer who did a lot of drama OSTs, um, but no, I really didn't see a lot of Asian faces growing up. I don't think that, it's interesting because you said um, Souffle was like your second rap song ever. Comic Sans is the second Comic rap Sans. I ever wrote. Yeah, it's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. That's, I know because it's bars. <laughs> oh, thank you. And that's interesting, yeah, because you're on these songs with like spitter spitters. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, for your first song, I'm not saying you're not you don't spit. No, Jack you know what I'm saying? Like, Jack can rap. That's, that's, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's like it's not just like you're hopping on a rap song. It's like you're hopping on a rap song with dude who's like spitting bars. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he's been doing it. He's been doing it for a while. Was it? How was the transition for you going into like rap? like from singing um was it even a transition it just kind of happened and it's still yeah. just kind of happening i feel like yeah and you were just in cool the with it best like, way like yeah people always say like you just have such an interesting like take on it and i really think that's because i don't know what i'm doing at right. all and i just kind of do what i think sounds sounds good and i probably am breaking a lot of rules and that's totally fine like i'm okay with that that's interesting you say that um, about breaking rules because I kind of did that coming into the rap game too where I broke a lot of rules before learning all the rules. Exactly. You yeah. know, and the funny thing about that, like I listened back on the stuff and it sounds so like off a little bit to me and but it sounds some like some of the most creative shit I've ever done in my right. career, you know? That's tight. But things sound off to me. Like everything doesn't sound necessarily right it, it, or in, in the pocket that I feel like it should be. So it's like a give and take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the rules you can kind of just learn on the way. Or you never know? learn them. Yeah, never learn them. I, I, I like, I feel like the rules I'm talking about are more like just, you know, musicality of mm, things. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Where sure. things could sound a little better. But it's just like, I, I, I went through that, you know what I mean? And it's exciting. It's fun to, so to fun. me that that element exists. I mean, what what uh what's the sound of like some of the stuff that you got coming out is i feel like you're so genreless with some of the stuff you've been how you kind of came into the game you know yeah um i would if i had to describe it i always aim for like hard r&b you know trap elements butter and cream cheese like together you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, yeah i love that. like Butter just trying to find together. this line where i could do both the things i love simultaneously which is like i love sade and i love Etta james i love nina simone billy holiday whitney houston and i but i also love kanye you know i love mf doom 
outcasts. Okay. Shit. You know, now you're talking about a tribe called Quest. Like just everything. Can I just have everything? Please. Right. That's just where I'm at. That's life. tight. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what comes out. We'll see what that I poop was like, out. Like a whole salad of yeah, incredible salad. artists right there. I, mean, I, I love food. That's really also the beauty of being an artist today. There's there's no more like uh, boundaries and there's no more like genres you have to be in. You can make any kind of music. Which no, one hundred percent, hundred percent. What's one thing that you hate about the music industry? After being in it for Oof. like the last two Oof. years, now. I know, right? I'm such a um a fetus. I really am. But I will say, if I could live on a farm in Japan and make an album there and not be in the industry, I probably, in some crazy universe, I know that's not possible, but if it were possible, I would absolutely do that because I am just, I just want to make really good music. I just want to make really the art that I want to make. Damn, could you imagine? And I, um... A farm in Japan. That yeah, good just not really into the Grass-fed beef running around. No, but just... instead of, like, one of these TikTok houses, like, have Audrey, Deb Never, Mitsuki, Rina, in, in, a, yeah. in a creative farmhouse in a way somewhere just to make music. Yeah. yeah. To answer your question, I think my least favorite thing is what we spoke about before. Just how a lot of times I've felt that it's not... Like, I wanted to just be about the music and the art and a lot of time I feel like there's just so much bullshit surrounding it so finding those pockets of like rich just where creatives are just being creatives that's where I want to live yeah but the space. best team understands that the most important is the music and the and the, the art you exactly. know what I'm saying like any successful artist like that's the root of it all yes. you know what I'm saying and any good team recognize that so it feels like you're working you know what i'm saying on in the studio constantly yeah it's been fun yeah. although i love houses more than studios uh houses yeah what about you do you like working in people's yeah yeah houses like lo- I, I like just I, i've done lockout situations for albums you know get like a big bear cabin stay there for like a month and a half brought all my equipment record out of it that's so fire that was great we, we would call homies like session players come through guitarists and bass that is so fun all that shit that's really how you get like i hate to say it, but a vibe because <laughs> that's really just the only way to lock <laughs> just in just straight vibing yeah. yo the good thing vibe. is right now there's not much distraction there's no mm-hmm. bars or clubs or nothing you know what i'm saying we got to keep you in the studio and outside of cafe blue that's it <laughs> we that have, so that's an ongoing joke we have like whenever there's like a successful korean artist we're like let's keep them out of blue at all costs oh protect them at all remember that um the the, the football player young uh oh, young yeah. ho who's what's this uh, san diego Chargers? young ho ku that was a brand new um uh, like a football player a on the Chargers. He's a punter. He's a Korean yeah, yeah. dude. And our boy is a sports writer and he, he wrote it in the article. He wrote in the article like he's a promising athlete and like let's keep him out of Cafe Blue. Wow, that's, and wow, our that's boy, a bar. Yeah, and our boy at Blue who's like kind of like a neighborhood gangster dude. He was all like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Lord. It was so, just so funny. fucking So that's funny. the spot. I mean, it's it's like my spot that you know I drink. That's the K Town spot. spot. Historical K Town uh, derelict spot. A lot of uh, Asian (laughs) celebrities like drink out of there, like comedians, actors, musicians. You know, it's it's like the little corner spot. Um, shout out Cafe. (laughs) I mean, it's been there since the nineties, right? Yeah, it's been there since the early nineties, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I like LA K Town. Yeah, I do. It's so much bigger. Like in New York, it's just like 
two blocks. Right. So here it really feels like an actual neighborhood. Right. You know, oh, it's actually like just a Korean, West 32nd Street. <laughs> yeah. There's actually like a Korean dentist. You can go Korean hair salon. All right. I feel like that's not really. New yeah. York. Yeah. Is this your first time in LA? This is my probably fourth or fifth time in LA for work. Um, I've been here before just to have fun with my family, but. I feel like I haven't really seen LA as a as an adolescent. Like I haven't, I've always just inside a studio or inside mm. of a, yeah, a meeting room. So it was nice because I had a day off Sunday, um, and I just like saw LA for a bit, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's dope. I mean, it's a uh, it's an exciting time, I think, for uh, young. Asian artists in, in in this country, you know, with like 88 Rising. I know you're extended fam. Um, you've done a lot of work with 88. We just did like a thing with 88 too, like a live performance thing. How was that? I saw you briefly. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good? Yeah, it was good. And, and they're working on a lot of uh, amazing things. And it's like every week they'll play me some like new young Asian kid. Like, and I'm like, where are you from? Cats in like different parts of the world that got bars in English. You know what I'm saying? Shout I'm out like, to Ramen Girl too. She, she just fuck, got some fire. Dude. She like kind of angers me at the same time. You know? I'm like, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, shit. You young motherfucker got bars. Uh, yeah, but it, it's it's amazing. It really is. They're and definitely scattered around. Yeah. But yeah. It just goes back, my, back to my point. I think they've always been been there it's just like now they can do what they want to do right just put the shit on youtube and see what happens yeah yeah what uh why nuna so nuna means nuna i, mean, I know what nuna means yeah i'm sure just <laughs> Wait, let's explain it for the listeners though let's explain it for the listeners um nuna means older sister in korean but from specifically from a brother to an older sister right so i have a younger brother and um so I was Audrey for a bit and everyone was saying it is way too hard to find you on the internet right. and I think you should add a name. I was so stubborn. I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't right. resonate of with course. anything. I legitimately <laughs> spent four months just thinking of second names. I was like, Audrey Etta, because I love Etta James, yeah, maybe yeah. Audrey James, like all this shit. And then finally I was just eating dinner with my brother and he, he called me Audrey Nuna and he was like, why don't you just use that? Oh, and that's I was like, tight. Yeah, because I resonate with that because he's been calling me that his whole life. Wow. Also, it's just like I'm everyone's older sister now. I, I like it because, I mean, to be honest, me even too. when I saw it, like, I didn't really think of it as Nuna, the Korean way you address like an older sister. Yeah. It just sounds kind of like a name. It like, sounds tight. Like, like, yeah, like, regardless, yeah. it just sounds tight. I liked tight. how it worked for both. And everything else was trash, so I was like, "This is the best option." And then I kind of just did it. Definitely a different vibe from Audrey Unni. Right? <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a completely different vibe. Yeah, there. definitely. Also, Nuna's it kind of makes me forget that you're younger than us. Like during this interview, I have to realize, like, wait a minute, she's not really my Nuna. She's she, the- she literally <laughs> like Jedi. She Jedi like, mind tricked us. <laughs> yeah, where some, we're calling her Nuna. Some deep this is some psychological shit. Like, shit. How did that happen? We're okay, over so here. it's working. It, it worked. It worked. And, and you have. Have a very mature old soul i will say so oh it's i'm like, 85 years old yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay so you think you have an old you have an old soul i definitely do yeah and my fashion sense is like very inspired by grandpas and like oh you have yeah. that yeah you, you said something about like futuristic dad swag or futuristic something. dad yeah. grandpa yeah i steal a lot of clothes from my dad 
Yeah, she's gonna have us bowing to her when she's. Yeah, good seeing you. Good seeing you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, when does the next album drop? Uh, the first album dropping. So I think this first project's gonna be a tape because um, I don't feel ready to put out an album yet. I definitely want to just kind of put out here's stuff I've made from the past, you know, two years. My favorite stuff. Hello, um, and I'm thinking like early 2021. Okay. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Shit. It's exciting times. Yes. First we'll project. see where the world is at that time. <laughs> but Yo, definitely. I know it's, it's, it's hard just to think about the future with the looming election and just, just, just everything happening. I would say putting out a project is it's a it's a it, it fucks with me because it's this body of work you put so much blood, sweat and tears into. And once it's out, it's just out and you just got to that's it and you got to move on to the next thing and go through that torture self-torture again <laughs> artistically you know what i'm saying i, I don't want to be vulgar but it just feels like busting that nut <laughs> you <laughs> I bust was gonna that say explosive diarrhea <laughs> yeah, okay sorry you know saying probably <laughs> our equivalent so it's i'm like so excuse me maybe i should said explosive diarrhea no 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 but it just feels like that you bust that one yeah, nut yeah and it's kind of and then it's I'm over. Not, also, I'm not saying that's it. You can people stretch it out, but nowadays it feels like you kinda you move on to the next thing. Yeah. Do you, you listen to your music after you've dropped it? I, I really don't. I that's, don't either. That's one thing so. uh, I know I know a lot of people do. You know, I know homies that are just like put put that shit on like they put that <laughs> shit on all day. Pass the ox to a rapper. I don't I listen to it all constantly when I'm making it. Um the right, new mix right, and right. I'll listen to it a thousand times before that shit's out. But then once it's it's out i swear to god i almost don't listen to it again you uh, almost yeah and you've listened to it so much you almost don't have to you know yeah unless the joints that i gotta perform the joints i gotta perform i'll listen to it again because i have to you know per performing a song is different after i record it like sometimes i like just because i record it doesn't mean i have it memorized in my memory bank right you right, know what right. i'm saying like i'll do the song and like Put it out into the world. Oh, trust. Sometimes I'll even forget about it completely. I've seen, I've seen many rappers come to Genius, like <laughs> top-notch A-list artists, rappers, that just be like, yo, I don't, I got to be moaning. Oh, my I, God. I'm going to say some embarrassing shit. I was at a show, and I had a song, like, you know, I, I kind of wasn't fully confident, familiar with, so I had to, like, kind of memorize it backstage, before, like, an hour before the show, and I was on Genius looking up my own lyrics, <laughs> <laughs> that's so embarrassing bro did you read your annotations nah but some of the annotation was like, i'm like damn i appreciate the fans but y'all are psychopaths like, <laughs> literally right. have you, ever, have you ever read yours oh, on i have read mine before and it it blows my mind because like exactly what you said the stuff people come up with it's like whoa i've never i didn't even mean it that way yeah but it makes sense Nah, for real. Yeah, I, music is so fire. These are your fans, so y'all. Yeah. These are your fans, y'all. They make me find out like <laughs> deep-rooted issues with myself. I'm I like, know. shit. Do I have daddy issues? Because I said this, and <laughs> you like questioning your whole identity for real, because of for a real. genius annotation. One thing I would say about your bars that I do appreciate. I guess this is just more on the the rapper side of me is like your word choices. I really think you got interesting word choices, and Thank that's you. something I'm just like a complete nerd about. I make I'm sure I'm a logophile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, with logophile? I don't know what that is. What well, could I, I, it be, guys? No, yeah, it's, a, it's just a word lover, lover. Of yeah, like oh, she okay. I learned this read word. dictionaries too, right? Nah, like, yeah, yeah, I actually did. It's kind of weird, but I did. Oh, um, such a rapper thing to do, just reading dictionaries oh, and yeah, sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I never grew up being like, oh, I want to be a rapper. I think even now I approach my writing raps like, 
poetry almost. Yeah. Like it's all about the words. I want to just pick really rich words. Yeah. Um, and like quarantine used to be one of my favorite words. And I wrote that before quarantine became such a common word. It actually blows my mind because it, it's not my favorite word, one of my favorite words anymore. Of it's course. actually just triggering. It's annoying to hear, it's right? It's so annoying. That and like new normal. <laughs> actually, I, <laughs> that's another song. annoying I one. It, I heard yeah, it like you song before, before we came here. I can't remember what song, but you say it, right? On Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So I put that out in November last year. It's been a year. Wow. And then, um, then quarantine actually happened. Yeah. So. Did There's you, like a comment under the YouTube that's like she started this shit. Yeah, like, did you think about like like rhymes a lot in particular, or just words that you liked? I think the rhyme kind of happens naturally more so, but yeah. yeah, just I I base it off the words and then I try to match everything to the words that I love. Because I'm a super like rhyme nerd. Like since I was young, I like. I'd be driving down the street or something. I see like, oh, Applebee's, Daiquiri, Factory. Like I just, I just, you know what I'm saying? I see like a billboard and I just yeah. do that. And then it just happened over the years. It just got worse and worse. I was, I had a room, I had a roommate at like 18, and we were both battle rappers at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, motherfucker, do the dishes. And he'd be like, your mom's bootalicious. And it would just go on, stop, superstitious, stupid. Like, it would just like, be like. Like, only speak to each other in rhyme. Yeah, we would Started do, dreaming in rhyme. We had this game. we just go back and forth. And we just talk in rhyme all day. And it was just like a complete addiction. And I'd go to parties. I'd be like, I'm going to pull some bitches tonight. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm ciphering for four hours. And there's no, all scared all the girls away. It's, wow. it's the worst. That's hard though. That's yeah. like a weird addiction to have. It That's was, a cool addiction. But I was gonna say, as creative, it's a cool. It's it, it it's something good. He knows it was bad though. We used to mob together looking for girls, and next thing you know, I'm in the corner freestyling for four hours. They're like, "Fam, for we gotta go." Bro. Like, is that weird to you when dudes are all like, "I got bars too," and they want to like collab with you, and they they just come off way aggressive, and you're just like, "Fam, chill." I haven't gotten like that. I haven't gotten that yet because I just had I haven't been out like social in social settings, but um. Yeah, I definitely get a lot of DMs like, let me let me hop on your record or whatever. But I'm not really weirded out by it. Yeah. I'm kind of weird too, so. I yeah. Mean, this is like an introvert's like dream to be in a situation where it's just like stay inside and don't be social. That's yeah. true. Do you like this right now or what? I'm definitely an introvert. Yeah. So I went crazy. I started having some crazy ass dreams, but for the most part, I did enjoy, you know, kind of taking a break and being home and not like seeing people. It was kind of crazy because like a lot of times when people try to make plans, I'll like sometimes make an excuse, but I literally didn't have to for four months. Yeah. I was just like, we're obviously not going to hang out. So. <laughs> it's great. What about you guys? Are you introverted? You're, I feel like you're I'm- a hybrid. I am a hybrid. That's I'm a, a hybrid. Yeah, I get sh- I get shy too. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I I need somebody to break the ice for me, and then I go in. You know okay. What I'm like I'll be at a bar. I'll, be, I'll try to holler at a girl. <laughs> I'd be like, "Damn, that girl's so hot. I want to talk to her, but I'm so fucking shy." And I get my boy Wreck to step in there and act, say some dumb shit, and I have to go in there like, "Excuse my homie right here." <laughs> hey, what's your name, though? <laughs> and then I go in. It's one two punch. You I know? Need, yeah. I was literally gonna say one two punch. I, I, I was, that's so interesting that you said that because, like, you know, before the interview started, you said you got you guys had only met a couple times, but you know, I've known him for a long time. He's one of my best friends, and that's a great way to describe him. Why did you instantly be like, "He's a hybrid"? I like, he, I feel like he's a hybrid. I don't know, just intuition. Um, cause we've had conversations and it's just like, 
Like you just seem pretty down to earth. Like, yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm just a nerd. That's I don't know. I, I think that's just... what I, that's what nerds are like. Like nerd Aspergers, nerds are like you know uh, introvert and extrovert. That's me. That's is is like, this nerd recognized nerd right now? Nah, that's, <laughs> no, her. She's I'm actually a... way more chill and cool. You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of gives off the more like. I guess old soul vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Soggy vibes. Yeah. Oh, nerds. nerds are cool, man. Come on. Nah. Nerds cool. are cool. That's man. what he's been no. telling himself since high school. <laughs> nah, <laughs> they are here. though. We're like there's it, nothing more like for me, it's so great when someone's just into shit. Like, you know, when you just learn everything about that's so fire that's uh, I, I i just love collecting i like old shit too i like collecting old stuff i like you know little toys and zines and yeah all wait that who shit. are these people you just hook oh my god yeah. i love that yeah, man so you know, that man does not age it's scary in, like a korean commercial back in the day when you were a kid or how do you know some <laughs> audition Jesus Jesus he's like don't you have a type of blood <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wait what is your blood type oh Oh, what are you? I may be. Ooh, Korean experience. Yeah, yeah. Korean Interesting industry experience. Yeah, I'm Korean for sure. Like my mom, like would always put on variety shows, reality shows. Yeah. But yeah, he's fire. Wait, what is this Korean commercial? Uh, what is this Korean? Yeah, the Bank of America commercial. I, something. I think you were in one when you were. Yeah, when I was I twelve, made... I was in a commercial where I went into the audition and. They wanted my mom to come in for some reason, and yeah. she ended up getting the bigger part than I did. <laughs> yeah. And That's we're in a dentist's funny. office, and she was so <laughs> nervous that day. They're like, "Someone get the mom water." It was, it was. Wait, bad. were you like we a were child actor or what? Not a child actor, but I definitely went on a lot of auditions and just. That's so funny. I was a, I was, I was in a couple commercials when I was like twelve too. I was in a PlayStation One them, commercial. Please, at some point, I need to see this. <laughs> I had to do this. I'll research. show you mine if you show me yours. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll see if I could dig it up <laughs> in the archive. My shit might be in black and white and shit. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, yo, Audrey, uh, Audrey Nuna. Um, I we know, wish she's you... on Nuna now. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't even escape it. I, I kind of like the little flip on the name because you got the world just calling you Nuna now, which is tight. Um. We wish you the best. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, it was it was really cool chilling with you in LA because we were fans through the internet and just kind of in our Illuminati um, group chat. We were like, protect Audrey at all costs. <laughs> facts, um, facts. I feel that energy. For yeah, sure. it is kind of great. We really it. we dead ass did share tons of stuff. This fool knows way more than I thought. I, I, <laughs> you just doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> you you can find me a genius. <laughs> Yeah, but um, everybody look out for Audrey Nuna's projects. Um, tons of YouTube videos right now. You can go search up. And trust me, each one is different from um, each other. Uh, I really urge you guys to go check out the music. And, and hit the SoundCloud. Her SoundCloud, it might, I don't know. She might take the songs down at some point, but there's nah, incredible the songs that I'm are, yes. That okay, great. No. They're like vibe like you know, you, you got to hear some of this yeah stuff. audrey a-u-d-r-e-y nuna n-u-n-a on all social media thank you audrey thank you guys so much Ooh, thank you. tune in next week for another episode of fun with dumb he